Grace Mott. Grace Mott. Grace Mott. Grace Mott. Grace Mott. Grace Mott. I like it. I think that that was awesome. That was awesome. Not everyone will see it. Oh, yeah. So, how have you been? Good, good, good. Busy, good, though, but good. So, how about you? I have not been all that busy. I've been working some, but doing a lot of thinking, which is probably dangerous. Oh, good. Yay. But, uh, yeah, because I, I do a lot of thinking. I think a lot. And that's good, though. You know? I think. Yeah, sure. So it'll give us good material for our podcast, right? Sure. Okay, you you had some good uh, questions of the day. These are like multiple questions of the day. So why don't you take off on those okay so i read an article um this week and it talked about the uh the issue with protestant churches across the united states closing their doors and it it talked about how in the past you know churches would close their doors uh but then there would be other churches that might start up, and it kind of balanced itself out. But here recently, Protestant churches are, are closing, and um, in more numbers than new churches are opening up. So Protestant, the number of Protestant churches is just decreasing. And along with that, they were talking about a Pew Research uh, or a survey they had taken to ask um, people across the United States, do you consider yourself religious, non-religious, Christian? And that over the past few years, the number of people claiming to be non-religious or atheist had continually grown. And so the question I was going to throw out in the podcast for us both to kind of take a shot at is is what what can be what do you think can be done about that? Is that something we want to do something about? I mean, um, and uh, is that a bad thing? Is that a good thing? So I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on on first. I guess the first question is how how do you how do you change that trajectory? Uh, gosh, I don't see that changing because so many people are, uh, I think, enjoying the freedom of not feeling like they have to go to church. I think I think it's always been something you had to do, which many people did it, and maybe they enjoyed it, maybe they considered it drudgery, but it was expected of them. And now it's not expected of them anymore by their peers. Right. So they just don't go because it's kind of a hassle, right? Right. So, along with that is the idea that they're no longer religious. Is that is that a problem? Do you think? Uh, I think it. Uh, religions give people guidance, you know, for their right. lives, and I think there are a lot more people just kind of wandering around, kind of aimlessly than than there used to be. They don't. They, you're not, you're not supposed to shame anybody for anything. Right. You know, 
but you know when we were kids if some teenage girl and boy you know the girl gets pregnant and and uh the guy causes it well then they're both shamed right oh that's yeah. terrible then they have to get married yeah now it's like oh well that's just that's just how it goes you know? right and so therefore there's no shame to it so it happens a lot more often i, okay. I kind of rambled there no 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 so i'm going to try to I'm going to try to repeat your, I think, your answer uh, and see if I got that right. That it's possible that maybe you think it could be a problem because religion gave people sort of a framework in yeah. which to live. And gave that fr- path to follow. Uh, gave them some, like, uh, yeah, structure in their in their behavior. And so in that way... I think maybe your answer is that it um, it may not be a good a good thing if people continually, you know, like a vast majority become an atheist or non-religious. That that would be that could be a problem for our society. I think so. Also, I've I've said before that I think if a person believes that God is listening to his or her thoughts. And God will judge that person according to the thoughts. Then those people are more careful with their thoughts and are less likely to think about killing their teacher or something. Right. Whereas people who are atheists and don't even believe in a God at all don't think somebody's listening to their thoughts. They think they can think whatever they want and pretty much do whatever they want and have no fear of going to hell or anything. Which may or may not actually be the case, but I think the people that have a religion that helps guide them toward goodness and treating their fellow man well, etc., is better than just being without religion. So, and that makes sense. So then, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot a little bit, but how would you... What could you do to reverse that, do you think? That what what would be a way to where, you know, 10 years from now they say, hey, you know, people are beginning to associate themselves more with religion and as religious. Do you, do you, can you think of anything? I mean, I don't know well, that I, I could, think, but. Well, I think that the church that you and I have proposed the Grace Mont Church would offer something to those people in that we would offer them the path to follow uh, without shame. Um, they wouldn't have to worry about feeling guilty all the time and think the devil's going to be hiding under the floorboards and reach up and grab their ankle and pull them down. Right. But, and they wouldn't get the hellfire damnation uh, sermons every week, but they would get reassurance and uh, a way to live their lives that, that had direction rather than just wandering aimlessly. So one thing I've been curious about as we've discussed, you know, Gracemont and kind of the direction of, of, the, of this effort, I kind of feel like 
I, 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 I'm just going to say it, is like, I feel like I want to have more of a structure. And so sometimes I'm not sure if you're, if, you know, because, you know, we talked about this a little bit. It's like, where, where does your fun side and, and reality side, where do, where do they collide? I mean, do, do you, do you, I mean, because we kind of started on the uh, tenants, right? Right. And, and so it seems to me if, if we were, if we were going to change the trajectory, what, do you think, well, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Do you think we would need more structure? Like, okay, we've got to kind of confirm what we're advocating here, you know, to kind of clarify where we stand and what we believe and what we encourage others to uh, adopt. It, does that make any sense? Uh, are, are you? Yeah, I think with any organization, you start off with uh, your basic tenets, and then you have to add rules or more guidelines or directions or whatever. It's just like, like what Paul did for Christianity. He he uh, made up all the rules that people were supposed to follow. Right. Later, after Jesus was dead, so I, I think you and I would come up with what our real guidelines were and our not so much what we expect of uh, our members but more like what they can expect from us right okay well I'm kind of trying to get that in my head too it's like what you know what what is what is the framework here what is what are the what is the groundwork and we we can continue speaking to that and and determining what that is well, one of the things I thought that would be important to me is that we accept all people, right? All walks of life, yeah. No matter, no matter what, right? What are, what are your race, previous religion, your sex or gender or orientation, whatever, right? But we would reject the political agendas that go with all that stuff, right? So, we're, so okay, here's one that came up this week. Okay. The uh, the transgender folks are upset with the uh, Aretha Franklin song "Natural Woman." Oh they yeah, say it's offensive. Right. You know that? No, <laughs> uh. there was no offense at all intended with that, nor nor should there be any taken. I, to me, it's like going out trying to find something to be offended at rather right. than that. I mean, so what you, what I would like to avoid is political agendas that divide us. Right. Those should be rejected by Grace Mott. We, we want to bring people together, not divide them like our, our country's already way divided. So right. those political agendas are very divisive. So let me ask you this. As a Gracemont founder, one of the founding fathers of Gracemont, would you be open to the ideal of we're going to come together, we're going to discuss our concepts of God, of religion, and then you choose what you want to believe if it's profitable to your life? 
is that something we're okay with that that we feel like is okay or I think yes what do you think well yeah I'm kind of leaning that way a little bit um okay so I'm gonna have a, a conversation with a guy on Friday and he's the guy who may be a part of our podcast he wants to be a part of the podcast and so um there's two guys. One is my very good friend, and then this guy he's referred me to. And they both want to be a part of the podcast. But he, one of the things he talked about, and um, I may talk to him a little bit more on Friday, but he felt like you don't have to be a Christian necessarily to find, to have an avenue to God. And I, I kind of want to talk to him a little bit more about that uh, you know, help help me understand wh where you're coming from because he seems to be a devout Christian, and from what I can pick up. But anyway, uh, that maybe if, if, if this is going to be a place where people can come and talk about their faith, their ideas of God, and then in some respects, they're going to write their own Bible. Who was it? I mentioned uh, Waldor Emerson, uh, and, and you you helped me with that name, Ralph. Waldo Emerson, am I saying that right? Yes. Okay, I, I'd, I'd heard that uh, quote attributed to him. Uh, so, so that sounds like a pretty good kind of starting springboard to begin moving forward with, or? Sure. Okay. And then, um, okay, so have we answered the first question? Are we done well, with that yeah. one? Well, I, to uh, continue, another thought I've had this week okay. is that something that's always frustrated me with uh, traditional Protestant churches is there's some things that they don't even talk about. You know, they're this is a sin, that's a sin, and you got to do this, you got to do that. But as a an environmentalist. I look okay. around and see us destroying the environment. And for some reason, because the traditional Protestant churches have become aligned with the political right, they don't talk about how we should be good stewards of this earth that God gave us. I think that's something we could promote. Okay. You know, and like being good stewards of the body that God gave us, like promoting okay. exercise, diet, okay, uh, and avoiding dying. <laughs> so right, for, right. Uh, th these are the kind of things that I think we could promote as part of our dogma, or or whatever you want to call it. And then I like that idea a lot. And then I also like the idea of like being just growing as a person. And trying to uh, introduce ourselves to new concepts and new ideas, and and to not just—I love the physical growth, you know, and health, and and then I also like the idea of you know expanding our brains and learning and and uh, uh, entertaining new concepts and ideas. I kind of like that part too, but um, I do too. That's good. Yeah, that right. List. Okay. All right. So that's okay. So we're I, to, to to me I feel like we're getting a little more 
like a substantial, uh, you know, a framework where, you know, I like black and white. I like yes and no. Helps me feel more safe and secure about who I am and my life and my surroundings. So I, I may push a little bit more toward black and white, yes and no. Of course, then again, that could make me, you know, like, I, I, then then I have to be careful of getting into the dogma, right? Probably. Well, it's a it's a, you can call it organization. Yeah. It's just a, a it's a it's a direction or a path. Right. These are all things that are that I think most everyone can agree are good for people. Education and so forth. Right. Why not make it part of what we promote? Yeah, sure. Because because yes. No, you, you had something else to say. I could tell. Okay, no, because ahead. because part of health, right, is taking a crossword puzzle and and working a crossword puzzle. Because like for my mom, you know, my mom is about ninety years old, and 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 so for Christmas, I bought her a a musical instrument and a puzzle, and got her some puzzle books because you know exercising your brain is something that is healthy for your brain. It, it, you know, when we challenge our, in fact, one of the guys I knew at the, at the church that I went to said every year he made a New Year's resolution to learn one new talent that year, whether it was like speaking a new language or picking up a new instrument or, 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 or crocheting or whatever it was. And I thought that that, so I, I want to adopt that. I want that to be a part of our, uh, part of our platform as, as we move forward. So I like I, it. Okay, I think we're in agreement about that. So I think the overall goal okay. of the church should be, you know, I mentioned my uh, my uh, Prezac idea last. Yeah, right. Last uh, podcast. So the people aren't praying anymore, so they're taking more Prozac. Right. To, to give them peace. Right. To cut down on their anxiety. Right. Well, I think the purpose of this uh, church, or one of the high purposes, should be to give people peace. Right. Peace and to cut down on the amount of medications they have to t- take and cut down on sleepless nights. And all of those things together that we've previously mentioned, like bettering yourself through education, getting, right. getting physical exercise, right. uh, eating well. So for those things all contribute to peace, I think. Right. Yeah, so I agree. Why with shouldn't that. they be part of the deal? Okay, I like that. So okay, so you're building on the the Prezac, um, which which I I like that. Now you got. I wonder if when I think about my sort of atheist side, you know. I, I think, okay, do, would I encourage someone to say, even though you don't believe in God, go ahead and pray. I could, I could be open to that. You know, someone saying, hey, I, I, don't, I don't believe in God, but you want me to pray anyway. There is, there is scientific evidence, right? That people who pray have a, I, I, I've read that, I know I have, that people who pray typically have a more, and I can't remember if it's peaceful, but uh, less stressful life, maybe. So, so okay, all right. So I'm 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 gathering. I'm getting this. So, we're. I think we maybe. 
I think we kind of come from different viewpoints. As I'm, 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 I don't really believe in God or the devil or eternal life, and so that's where I'm trying to see where, how do I fit into that uh, thinking? But I'm okay with praying. Cool. I think you, you and I are, we're we're not so far apart. The, those are things that I don't think. You know, when I think about it logically, I don't think those things are real either. Yeah. But, but I, I'm still missing something. I, I want to have. Okay. I, what I would like to have is I, I kind of like going to, you know, I like our Sunday school class. I like the yeah. people in there. I like right. hearing what they have to say. Yeah. I like the encouragement we give each other. Right. I would like to have something spiritual like that that doesn't come with you know, being shamed for believing differently. Right. And so that would leave for a broad uh, range of people in our church that are anywhere from complete atheists to devout Christians. Right. But they wouldn't be shamed for their beliefs. And, you know, one of your tenets for the original tenets was to be open-minded. Right. And so we'd be open to hear what other people have to say. Right. So would you say that in some ways this this is an effort to maybe kind of find that um, peace? Yes. I think you and I have found some peace by talking to each other because we right. grew up Christians yeah. and we weren't supposed to talk about stuff like this. Oh, I know. Well, well now we can. And right. there are lots of people like us, I think, that right. like to talk about this stuff. Right. Okay. All right. I got you. That makes sense. Yeah, because I remember one time we kind of pulled off to the side and we kind of opened up, and it there it was very uh, it was a breath of fresh air. It was like, ah, oh, you know, I have all these thoughts in me, and here's someone I can talk to, you know. And here again, that's kind of my uh, thinking for this for this effort is just to create you know space for people who say, hey, I just have a different belief. And uh, but I don't know where I can go to talk about that, you know. So excellent. Okay, that's that's what this is. Right. Okay. Very good. Let's. What was your next question? Okay. So or was uh, that all part of the same one? Yeah. I'm. 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 I'm not. I think I'm done because you you wrote something. You you sent me an email today, and I just looked at it. Oh, but you kind of, you kind of addressed that a little bit about being environmentally friendly, yeah, and uh, and how that could be a part of uh, the uh, the foundation of you know the ideology of what we're trying to uh, trying to do here. So, so okay, so um, you know, I think about like people moving away from religion, and I'm not sure I would do anything about that now, that kind of a lot that kind of belies my effort here in grace Mont. but sometimes i think back through history and where people were very um superstitious and and religious and through science and like the renaissance you know we when we went to italy you know that's one of the things the uh, medici family they were involved in the renaissance right where people began yes. to think more about science and kind of put away religion a little bit. 
And that was kind of a breakthrough for our society in some ways. So I guess my answer to that is I'm not sure if, if, if people, you know, if 90% of the people in America said, hey, we're all atheists, is that necessarily bad? I'm not 100% sure about that. Um, so uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to kind of stay open to that one. I, I, that's kind of my answer. I guess that's kind of uh, non-committal there because I'm, I'm, I could see some advantages of people moving away from, especially superstitions, right? Um, right. And, 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 and going with more of a scientific and, you know, enlightened, not enlightened, that's a bad word, I know, but, uh, you know, a uh, well, contemporary. A okay. Okay, but uh, anyway, so there's that. Then I have two other questions. Do we want to? Okay, so two. I had two other questions. Okay, unless you had something. No, you're good. Go ahead. Okay, so is is Christianity a true religion or a religious concept? Uh, Well, I looked at that question. I think it's. It originally was. A true religion. I think it still is. It's a religion, just so, just like Hinduism or Buddhism, whatever. It's a it's right. a religion because there are so many beliefs that people just have to believe. Right. That, you know, like we've talked about before, even though they don't really make sense, but you have to believe it. Right. To be part of that religion, right. you have to at least profess that you believe it. Uh, so I guess, and I even thought about that as we were getting ready to start is like, okay, religion may not be the correct word. I was kind of looking more to like, is there something valid? Uh, you know, is there something supernatural about that, about that faith? Um, and I, I'm, I'm going to take a stab at answering the question myself. Um, I would I would lean more toward it's it's more of a myth. Well, I, that's what I would think. It's a myth. But I would also add to that. Um, and we talked about this a little bit earlier. But I I would say even as when I put on my atheist hat, I would say that my faith in Jesus Christ got me through an addiction. It got me. It, it got me out of an addiction because I believed so fully and so uh, devoutly in Christ, what He could do, that He could heal my body. That I think it was an instrumental part in helping me uh, come out of an addiction. Um, so, so there's that. So there is some very real, uh, substantial dynamics that are involved in that, but. You know, was Jesus truly something other than a human being? I don't think so. Um, I I don't think he I don't think he healed anybody. I don't think he rose anybody. I don't think he was able to raise anybody from the dead or calm the sea. I I don't think that's true. Um, but here again. You know, there is a lot of uh, a lot of power in faith. You know, 
in whatever faith that that you choose to to believe in. So so there's that. Well, the thing about Gracemont is, it doesn't matter that that's what you believe. You can still be part of it. Right. Well, that's you good. Your, you can share your views, and hopefully, you can find some peace from it. Right. And I'm I'm not going to get kicked out within the first month of, of right of my membership. So. And you're not going to be threatened with hell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's something. Probably my whole life, I don't know that I will ever get over that even even where i am now is like yeah but what if i die and go to hell man <laughs> it's I, just I'm, been ingrained yeah. in me so deeply for so many years you know well sure so, it's a way of it's a way of controlling people you know sure that they're going to hell right and and the, of course the other side is is streets of gold it, there's no like happy medium it's like Purgatory. Yeah, you know, the Catholics. Well, purgatory, purgatory. Yeah, right? that is true. Yeah. You go there for a time, I think. Yeah. But so then the other the other question I had was like, would you recommend someone becoming a Christian? Uh, if I thought it would help them, if I thought, for instance, like it helped you get over your addiction. Right. Uh, you, if we if they became a Gracemont Christian, sure. Right. Come with us, find some peace. Right. And believe what makes sense to you. Yeah, I like that. I would have a difficult time. And I, and I think that's why I, I didn't. That's one, of the, that's one of the reasons I struggled in my faith so much. It's like, okay, I claim to be a Christian, but why don't I witness? And I think there was a deep, deep down disbelief in me that I that I didn't even have the courage to confront in my own life it's like why why the contrary life but that I when I finally came to you know what I don't believe that's why if I see somebody in the bus I say I say I just can't muster up the courage to talk to this person because deep down I just don't really buy it myself and so it makes it harder, doesn't it? Oh, much harder. Yeah. In fact, it's it's almost embarrassing because I it's it's like hard to do it with conviction, right? It's like you know, so that those were some of the con uh, uh, qu- uh, co- uh, uh, quandaries that I that I just couldn't figure out about my life. Like why why you know why do I want to read my Bible and why do I want to witness and all that? So anyway. So there's that. I never wanted to witness, even when I believed it, because it was uncomfortable. Yeah. And and I didn't want to make myself uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. And that, of course, that's taboo, right? In 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 some of the circles that we that we uh, we're involved in, is like you're supposed to do that, and that's that's a that's a, they put a lot of pressure on people. In fact, I think you possibly. Uh, are under that pressure once a week um, on on Sunday mornings during uh, because it seems like the pastor of some churches are very um, uh, passionate about their congregation going out and evangelizing and so I felt the pressure for sure. Anyway, 
So, but that's here again, those were some of the things where when I finally got to where I am now, it all made sense to me. Now it makes sense. Before it didn't. Before I just, I was living this like, I don't understand why I am what I am, yet I do what I do, you know? So. Right. So. Okay. Well, that's about all I have. Do you have anything else to? I didn't have anything else other than I'm going to talk to this guy on Friday, and he may be a he would he would kind of like to be a guest. It'd be kind of fun to have him. And then I have sure another guy who's kind of interested in and in get it coming on and uh, and uh, being a part, and we'll see where it goes. All right, sounds good. Well. This is Apostle John Luke, and I'm here with the very esteemed founder of Grace Mott, Apostle Duke. Duke, 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 Duke. Yes, sir. Well, I've enjoyed our visit, and we'll do it again next week. Outstanding. All right. All right. Have a great week. All right. You too.